This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 27th. You're listening to WNBF. Attorneys for three men indicted after Binghamton police investigated sexual assault allegations are calling for the charges against their clients to be dropped. The lawyers representing Jordan Ringen, Yaron Queller, and Lior Queller want Broome County District Attorney Michael Korchak to immediately dismiss all charges. Ringen and Yaron Queller were partners in the Colonial, a popular Court Street bar and restaurant. They and Yaron Queller's brother, Lior Queller, were indicted last March on felony charges related to an alleged incident that was said to have occurred on November 27, 2021. In addition to the request that the charges be dropped, the attorneys want an investigation into the possibility that these complainants in the case may have lied to a grand jury and deleted text messages about the incident. The lawyers acted after reviewing text messages from the cell phones of the complainants. The evidence was recently made available to the attorneys. Responding to a request for comment from WMBF News, a spokesperson for District Attorney Michael Korchak on Friday afternoon wrote, Our office would not be permitted to discuss that at this time. Rindgen was charged with criminal sale of a controlled substance, criminal possession of a controlled substance, sexual abuse, criminal sexual act, criminal facilitation, and unlawfully dealing with a child. Yaron Queller was charged with rape and criminal sexual act. Lior Queller was charged with rape and sexual abuse. Binghamton police announced arrests in connection with an incident at 141 Washington Street nearly three months after it allegedly happened. All three men entered not guilty pleas when they appeared in Broome County Court on March 31st. A formal motion to dismiss the charges was made Friday, one year and one day after Ringen and Yaron Queller were arrested. Lior Queller was arrested a few days later. Word of the alleged incident first circulated on social media. After several days, Binghamton police announced they were conducting an investigation. The Colonial and two other downtown restaurants temporarily closed as rumors swirled on social media sites. Hundreds of people participated in a march and demonstration outside the restaurants. The Colonial and Dos Rios Cantina permanently ceased operations last April due to financial problems related to the criminal allegations. The Binghamton Fire Department's newly constructed main station has gone into operation with no formal announcement. The $8.5 million facility is located at Court and Chapman Streets, just south of the city-owned baseball stadium. Basic construction at the site was completed several weeks ago. Workers had been busy taking care of the finishing touches and installing computer equipment at the station. The city acquired the property at 235 Court Street from MJ Scoville Incorporated in August 2020 for $220,000. The fire department facilities, which had been located at City Hall for nearly 50 years, were shut down because of safety concerns. City officials had said the garage floor at the old fire department headquarters could not support more than 30 tons of equipment. They estimated repairs to that station would cost at least $3 million. A former car dealership building at Court and Carroll Streets has been the temporary home for the Binghamton firefighters while the new station was being constructed. The new headquarters complex officially went into service Wednesday afternoon. It was acknowledged in a brief radio transmission from the fire chief advising that several units will be stationed at and responding from the new fire headquarters at 235 Court Street. In Broome County Court, Melissa Watkins, age 26, of Endicott, entered a plea of guilty to felony arson in the third degree. Watkins admitted that on December 31st, she intentionally set fire inside an apartment located at 32 Second Street in the city of Binghamton after an argument with a resident at that location. No one was injured, but all residents were displaced. 
She will be sentenced to two to six years in New York State Prison on May 23rd. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said thankfully the Binghamton Fire Department responded to the scene quickly and no one was injured or killed. However, this type of conduct warrants nothing less than a state prison sentence. Russian President Vladimir Putin says that after Russia suspended its participation in the New START Treaty, it would take into account the nuclear weapons capabilities not only of the United States, but of other NATO countries such as France and Britain. Putin had said in a speech suspending Russia's role in the 2010 treaty earlier this week that France and Britain, not parties to the agreement, had joined the United States in targeting Russia with nuclear weapons. In an interview with Russian TV that was recorded Wednesday and broadcast Sunday, he said he took the action to preserve our country, ensure security and strategic stability. U.S. President Joe Biden has said that the U.S. wants Ukraine to win, but it does not seek to control or destroy Russia. A powerful New York jail union boss turned prison inmate is poised to go free less than halfway through his sentence in a corruption case. A federal judge decided this week that Norman Seabrook's nearly five-year term should be reduced. Seabrook originally was sentenced to 58 months in prison, but the judge says Seabrook's sentence is now unjust because a co-defendant appealed and got his own prison term reduced to just over a year. Seabrook has served about 21 months on his conviction for taking bribes to put $20 million in union pension money into a risky hedge fund. The union lost $19 million. Can the Federal Reserve keep raising interest rates and defeat the nation's worst bout of inflation in 40 years without causing a recession? Not according to a new research paper that concludes that such an immaculate disinflation has never happened before. The paper was produced by a group of leading economists and two Fed officials addressed its conclusions in their own remarks Friday. When inflation soars, as it has for the past two years, the Fed typically responds by raising interest rates, often aggressively, to try to cool the economy and slow price increases. The Fed's higher rates in turn make mortgages, auto loans, credit card borrowing, and businesses lending more expensive. The Dilbert comic strip distributor Andrews McMeal Universal has announced it will no longer work with the strip's creator, Scott Adams. Andrews McMeal chairman Hugh Andrews and CEO and president Andy Sarian say in a joint statement issued Sunday that the syndication company is severing its relationship with Adams because his recent comments on race were not compatible with the company's core values. In the February 22nd episode of his YouTube show, Adams described people who are black as members of a hate group from which white people should get away. Various media publishers across the U.S. denounced the comments as racist, hateful, and discriminatory while saying they would no longer provide a platform for his work. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, increasing clouds with a high near 36. Tonight, snow before 1 a.m., then snow possibly mixed with sleet between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m., then snow after 2 a.m. Snow could be heavy at times, a low near 28 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour. A 100% chance of snow could see about 4 inches. Tomorrow, a chance of snow before 9 a.m., then snow likely, possibly mixed with sleet between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m., then snow likely after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 39 degrees, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 22. Wednesday, a slight chance of showers after 2 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 47, a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, chance of showers, mainly after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain, 50%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. We're still saving the Southern Tier money at Galt Toyota. 145 over 92. 
180 over 111. 182 over 100. And I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest and then a stroke. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. A lot of people don't understand, including myself, I didn't, now I do, uh, the impact of having a stroke. My memory is shot. When I woke up, I couldn't speak. Lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke. If you've stopped your treatment plan, restart it, or talk to your doctor about creating one that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. It's a new life, but I'm going to make it better. I'm coming back. Ask your doctor. Check your blood pressure. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 27th. It's 614. You're listening to WNBF's First News with me, James Kelly. Almost finished with the month of February. That means spring on the horizon. I know the groundhog predicted more winter. I know that. But what you probably don't know is that the groundhog is wrong more than half the time. And now I have a beef with the groundhog because he's wrong more than half the time. But winter not coming this week, certainly, when you hear the weather forecast. And time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some pothole repairs on I-81 in both directions between Exit 9, U.S. 11, New York 221 Marathon, and Exit 10, U.S. 11, New York 41 McGraw. There will be a mobile work zone with closures today from 7 a.m. to noon. One left lane of two lanes will be closed northbound, and one right lane of two lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 22 degrees, mostly cloudy outside. Windchill has it at 13. Today, increasing clouds with a high near 36. Tonight, snow before 1 a.m., then snow possibly mixed with sleet between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m., then snow after 2 a.m. Snow could be heavy at times, a low near 28 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour, a 100% chance of snow, and could see around 4 inches. Tomorrow, a chance of snow before 9 a.m., then snow likely, possibly mixed with sleet before 9 a.m. and 10 a.m., then snow likely after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 39 degrees, a 60% chance of snow. Could see another inch tomorrow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 22. Wednesday, a slight chance of showers after 2 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 47 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, chance of showers mainly after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. 616, you're listening to WMBF. We are Lions. We bring hope where it's needed. We are a global force for good. Support causes that matter. Change lives. Change communities. Change the world. We can do more together than we can alone. Join in. Experience the joy of serving. Be part of the movement. Give back. Let's unite the world for good. We are Lions. You can be too. Visit WeServe.org.
618 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports news with the conclusion of the women's basketball regular season in the America East. The quarterfinal round of conference playoffs will be held this Wednesday. The Binghamton Bearcats finished in sixth place and will head out on the road to face the third place Maine Black Bears at 7 p.m. Wednesday evening. Pre-game starting at 645 on KISS 1041. The BU men play their final regular season game tomorrow night at 7 p.m. at the Event Center against UMBC. You can listen to it right here on WMBF at 645 pregame. The Bearcats have secured a playoff spot with the quarterfinal round scheduled for this Saturday, March 4th. However, the opponent and time for that playoff game has yet to be determined. Binghamton is tied for third place with Bryant and New Hampshire, all with conference records of 8 and 7. And to make things more complicated, their Tuesday opponent, UMBC, is right behind them at 7-8. and eight. Some NBA action. Julius Randle scored 28 points to lead New York to a 128-106 route of the New Orleans Pelicans on a night the Knicks celebrated the golden anniversary of their 1972-73 NBA championship team. Six players scored in double figures for New York, which won its fifth straight. R.J. Barrett had 25 points and a season-high 7 assists. Jalen Brunson added 20 points. Josh Hart scored 15. Emmanuel quickly added 13. And Mitchell Robinson finished with a double-double of 11 points and 13 rebounds. Brandon Ingram scored 19 points for the Pelicans, who lost their third straight and four in five games overall. Nets in action as well. Trey Young sank a buzzer-beating jumper over Spencer Dinwiddie to score 34 points and lift the Atlanta Hawks to a 129-127 win over the Brooklyn Nets. The Hawks announced a few hours later they hired Quinn Snyder as their new head coach. Atlanta recovering after blowing an 18-point lead to overcome four Nets scorers with at least 20 points. Cam Johnson scored 27 points for Brooklyn, including a three-pointer from the corner to tie the game at 127 all, with 7.8 seconds remaining. Mikael Bridges had 24 points for the Nets, who have lost four of five. Atlanta won its second consecutive game under interim coach Joe Prunty. Some hockey action. Vincent Trocek had two goals and an assist. Igor Shesterkin made 26 saves. And the New York Rangers ended a four-game losing streak with a 5-2 win over the Los Angeles Kings. Mika Zibanejad and Artemi Panarin each had a goal and an assist. Alexis Lafreniere also scored, and Adam Fox had two assists for New York. Rangers defenseman Keandre Miller was given a match penalty and ejected after spitting at Kings defenseman Drew Doherty late in the first period. Victor Arvidsson had a power play goal late in the second period. Matt Roy scored early in the third, and Philip Denault had two assists for Los Angeles. Jonathan Quick stopped four of seven shots for Los Angeles before being pulled late in the second period. Phoenix Copley had 12 saves. Semyon Varlamov picked up a shutout with a 23-save effort, and the New York Islanders handed the Winnipeg Jets their third straight loss for nothing on Sunday. Bo Horvat scored a shorthanded goal, and Alexander Romanov, Brock Nelson, and Adam Pellick scored for New York. David Riddick stopped 20 shots for Winnipeg. And Dylan Cozen scored three times and added an assist, and the Buffalo Sabres won their third straight in routing the Washington Capitals 7-4. The Sabres enjoyed their second seven-goal outing in 11 days, despite missing two of their leading scorers, forward Alexander Tuch and defenseman Rasmus Dalen, who are sidelined by injuries. Buffalo had 12 players register at least a point, including Tage Thompson with his team-leading 40th goal. Jeff Skinner, Zemgus Gergensens, and Vinny Henostroza also scored. Washington has lost 7 of 8 and was coming off a 6-3 win over the New York Rangers on Saturday. 622 on WMBF.
Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The major stock indexes are coming off their worst week since early December. The S&P gave up just over 1% Friday, as did the Dow Jones, which finished the week at 32,816. The Nasdaq Composite fell 1.7% Friday. Here's what was behind it all. Inflation, job and retail spending numbers came in higher than expected, prompting analysts to forecast more Federal Reserve interest rate hikes to slow the economy and cool inflation. Amazon is battling slow growth of its own with a jump into same-day delivery. The online retailer has opened nearly four dozen so-called same-day sites, most of them close to large cities. That'll make it easier to deliver the most popular 100,000 items in Amazon's catalog to customers in less than one day. Well, it's a scrub. This morning's planned launch of a SpaceX rocket carrying a four-member crew to the International Space Station, including two Americans, was stopped minutes before liftoff because of what SpaceX calls a technical glitch. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Did you know I can't believe we have to make this commercial? It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous, too. Listen to this. This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in New York, in almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association, reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. Six twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for a better life, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. In a recent CDC survey, about half of respondents said that they thought tap water was safe to use in neti pots, to rinse contact lenses, to put in humidifiers and CPAP machines. Now, while tap water is generally safe to drink in this country, remember, it's not sterile and it can lead to serious, maybe even deadly infections. That's because while microorganisms that are present in water pipes are generally harmless when ingested during drinking and cooking because they're killed by stomach acid, these pathogens can invade the lungs, the brain, the eyes, or the skin. It's rare, but it is possible. So the CDC recommends that you use distilled or sterile water in all of your at-home medical devices. Boiled and cooled water is safe as well. Look, this isn't meant to scare anyone. That's what a CDC epidemiology intelligence officer told us. They're just trying to reduce the risk and help everyone. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with health care costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. 
MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 27 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Does your drive? My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My big sister Jenna's face turned bright red. She was just showing people online how to use a new cream. She still has the scars. My brother's friend Billy had to jump off his motor scooter when it caught fire. He fell and got hit by a car. He broke his leg, blew his chances to play basketball in college. My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke in two. She has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Protect yourself. Don't fall for fake products. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Please. Six twenty-nine on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some pothole repairs on I-81 in both directions between Exit 9, US 11, New York 221 Marathon, and Exit 10, US 11, New York 41 McGraw. There will be a mobile work zone with closures today from 7 a.m. to noon. One left lane of two lanes will be closed northbound, and one right lane of two lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 22 degrees, mostly cloudy outside. Windchill has it at 13. Today increasing clouds with a high near 36. Tonight snow before 1 a.m., then snow possibly mixed with sleet between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m., then snow after 2 a.m. Snow could be heavy at times, a low near 28 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour. A 100% chance of snow could see around 4 inches overnight. Tomorrow a chance of snow before 9 a.m., then snow likely, possibly mixed with sleet between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m., then snow likely after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 39 degrees, a 60% chance of snow. Could see another inch tomorrow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 22. Wednesday, a slight chance of showers after 2 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 47, a 20% chance of rain. And Wednesday night, chance of showers mainly after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. 631, you're listening to WMBF. It can be dark. All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Turn it off. 
A great weekend for Cocaine Bear, not so much for Ant-Man. The Marvel movie Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania topped the box office for a second weekend in a row. That's the good news. The bad news is that it earned an estimated $32.2 million bucks in North America, a drop of almost 70% from last weekend, the worst percentage drop in history for a Marvel movie. But Cocaine Bear opened much better than expected. That's inappropriate. An estimated $23.1 million for the R-rated Bloody Bear story. Also a better than expected debut for the faith-based film Jesus Revolution, $15.5 million in third place. A big weekend for everything, everywhere, all at once. Very busy today. Uh, no time to help you. The film won the top prize at the Screen Actors Guild Awards and the Producers Guild Awards and is now the frontrunner for Best Picture at the Oscars. Rarified Air for SZA, 10 weeks at number one on the Billboard 200 album chart for SOS. And actress Kate Mara is 40 Monday. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 27th. You're listening to WMBF. Attorneys for three men indicted after Binghamton police investigated sexual assault allegations are calling for the charges against their clients to be dropped. The lawyers representing Jordan Ringen, Yaron Queller, and Lior Queller want Broome County District Attorney Michael Korchak to immediately dismiss all charges. Ringen and Yaron Queller were partners in the Colonial, a popular Court Street bar and restaurant. They and Yaron Queller's brother, Lior Queller, were indicted last March on felony charges related to an alleged incident that was said to have occurred on November 27, 2021. In addition to the request that the charges be dropped, the attorneys want an investigation into the possibility that these complainants in the case may have lied to a grand jury and deleted text messages about the incident. The lawyers acted after reviewing text messages from the cell phones of the complainants. The evidence was recently made available to the attorneys. Responding to a request for comment from WMBF News, a spokesperson for District Attorney Michael Korchak on Friday afternoon wrote, Our office would not be permitted to discuss that at this time. Rindgen was charged with criminal sale of a controlled substance, criminal possession of a controlled substance, sexual abuse, criminal sexual act, criminal facilitation, and unlawfully dealing with a child. Yaron Queller was charged with rape and criminal sexual act. Lior Queller was charged with rape and sexual abuse. Binghamton police announced arrests in connection with an incident at 141 Washington Street nearly three months after it allegedly happened. All three men entered not guilty pleas when they appeared in Broome County Court on March 31st. A formal motion to dismiss the charges was made Friday, one year and one day after Ringen and Yaron Queller were arrested. 
Lior Queller was arrested a few days later. Word of the alleged incident first circulated on social media. After several days, Binghamton police announced they were conducting an investigation. The Colonial and two other downtown restaurants temporarily closed as rumors swirled on social media sites. Hundreds of people participated in a march and demonstration outside the restaurants. The Colonial and Dos Rios Cantina permanently ceased operations last April due to financial problems related to the criminal allegations. The Binghamton Fire Department's newly constructed main station has gone into operation with no formal announcement. The $8.5 million facility is located at Court and Chapman Streets, just south of the city-owned baseball stadium. Basic construction at the site was completed several weeks ago. Workers had been busy taking care of the finishing touches and installing computer equipment at the station. The city acquired the property at 235 Court Street from MJ Scoville Incorporated in August 2020 for $220,000. The fire department facilities, which had been located at City Hall for nearly 50 years, were shut down because of safety concerns. City officials had said the garage floor at the old fire department headquarters could not support more than 30 tons of equipment. They estimated repairs to that station would cost at least $3 million. A former car dealership building at Court and Carroll Streets has been the temporary home for the Binghamton firefighters while the new station was being constructed. The new headquarters complex officially went into service Wednesday afternoon. It was acknowledged in a brief radio transmission from the fire chief advising that several units will be stationed at and responding from the new fire headquarters at 235 Court Street. In Broome County Court, Melissa Watkins, age 26, of Endicott, entered a plea of guilty to felony arson in the third degree. Watkins admitted that on December 31st, she intentionally set fire inside an apartment located at 32 2nd Street in the city of Binghamton after an argument with a resident at that location. No one was injured, but all residents were displaced. She will be sentenced to two to six years in New York State Prison on May 23rd. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said thankfully the Binghamton Fire Department responded to the scene quickly and no one was injured or killed. However, this type of conduct warrants nothing less than a state prison sentence. Russian President Vladimir Putin says that after Russia suspended its participation in the New START Treaty, it would take into account the nuclear weapons capabilities not only of the United States, but of other NATO countries such as France and Britain. Putin had said in a speech suspending Russia's role in the 2010 treaty earlier this week that France and Britain, not parties to the agreement, had joined the United States in targeting Russia with nuclear weapons. In an interview with Russian TV that was recorded Wednesday and broadcast Sunday, he said he took the action to preserve our country, ensure security and strategic stability. U.S. President Joe Biden has said that the U.S. wants Ukraine to win, but it does not seek to control or destroy Russia. A powerful New York jail union boss turned prison inmate is poised to go free less than halfway through his sentence in a corruption case. A federal judge decided this week that Norman Seabrook's nearly five-year term should be reduced. Seabrook originally was sentenced to 58 months in prison, but the judge says Seabrook's sentence is now unjust because a co-defendant appealed and got his own prison term reduced to just over a year. Seabrook has served about 21 months on his conviction for taking bribes to put $20 million in union pension money into a risky hedge fund. The union lost $19 million. Can the Federal Reserve keep raising interest rates and defeat the nation's worst bout of inflation in 40 years without causing a recession? Not according to a new research paper that concludes that such an immaculate disinflation has never happened before. The paper was produced by a group of leading economists and two Fed officials addressed its conclusions in their own remarks Friday. When inflation soars, as it has for the past two years, the Fed typically responds by raising interest rates, often aggressively, to try to cool the economy and slow price increases. 
The Fed's higher rates in turn make mortgages, auto loans, credit card borrowing, and businesses lending more expensive. The Dilbert comic strip distributor Andrews McMeal Universal has announced it will no longer work with the strip's creator, Scott Adams. Andrews McMeal chairman Hugh Andrews and CEO and president Andy Sarian say in a joint statement issued Sunday that the syndication company is severing its relationship with Adams because his recent comments on race were not compatible with the company's core values. In the February 22nd episode of his YouTube show, Adams described people who are black as members of a hate group from which white people should get away. Various media publishers across the U.S. denounced the comments as racist, hateful, and discriminatory while saying they would no longer provide a platform for his work. National Weather Service forecasts for downtown Binghamton. Today, increasing clouds with a high near 36. Tonight's snow before 1 a.m., then snow possibly mixed with sleet between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m., then snow after 2 a.m. Snow could be heavy at times, a low near 28 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour. A 100% chance of snow could see about 4 inches. Tomorrow, a chance of snow before 9 a.m., then snow likely, possibly mixed with sleet between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m., then snow likely after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 39 degrees, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 22. Wednesday, a slight chance of showers after 2 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 47, a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, chance of showers, mainly after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 50%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, news radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. It feels like you're frozen. Petrified. You're struggling with your mortgage payments. The bills begin to pile up. Not knowing what to do, you do nothing at all. And that's the worst thing you can do. Because if you take action, if you do something about your mortgage problems, you're far more likely to get the most positive outcome. Making Home Affordable is a free government program. Call 888-995-HOPE to talk one-on-one with a housing expert about the options that are right for you. Real help, real answers, right now. Call 888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov and do something about your mortgage problems. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Some things coming up in the Binghamton area. The Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival, Saturday, March 25th, about a month away. It's moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now. You want to get those tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the Clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop and offer under $170. Now, coming up this weekend, I hear there's going to be a little parade. And if you don't know already, the Honorable Bob Joseph and I will both be making appearances at the parade. We'll be driving the WMBF car through the parade. So if you want to come wave to us, we can do that. Hopefully the weather's going to be okay. It wouldn't be much of a parade if it was like... I don't know, say 30 degrees outside and a chance of snow. It's not ideal conditions for a parade, but I expect to see everybody out there anyway. 
and we'll, Bob and I will wave to everyone individually. 646, you're listening to WMBF. Riverwalk. That sound is why we fund life-saving science. That sound is why we push you to be healthier. That sound is why we have an unhealthy obsession with your health at American Heart Association. Get the facts at heart.org slash your health. If you suffer from COPD symptoms like shortness of breath and fatigue, where do you turn? There are medications and oxygen, but do you know about pulmonary rehab? Three out of five COPD patients have never heard of it. Pulmonary rehab is an exercise, education, and support program that gives you tools to manage your condition. And Medicare typically pays for it. So whether it's grocery shopping on your own or just walking across the room, pulmonary rehab can help you. Visit livebetter.org to find out about your options for pulmonary rehab today. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some pothole repairs on I-81 in both directions between Exit 9, U.S. 11, New York 221 Marathon, and Exit 10, U.S. 11, New York 41 McGraw. There will be a mobile work zone with closures today from 7 a.m. to noon. One left lane of two lanes will be closed northbound, and one right lane of two lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 22 degrees, mostly cloudy outside. Windchill has it at 13. Today increasing clouds with a high near 36. Tonight snow before 1 a.m., then snow possibly mixed with sleet between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m., then snow after 2 a.m. The snow could be heavy at times, could see around 4 inches. A low near 28 degrees, wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour, a 100% chance of snow. Tomorrow chance of snow before 9 a.m., then snow likely, possibly mixed with sleet between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m then snow likely after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 39 degrees, a 60% chance of snow, could see another inch tomorrow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 22. Wednesday, a slight chance of showers after 2 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 47, a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, chance of showers mainly after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. It's 6.50. You're listening to WMBF. Good morning. on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Even with the hype about ChatGPT, research shows no one trusts it, and many are afraid of what it will bring. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by CarShield. Be prepared for the unexpected. Visit carshield.com slash Kim and save 10%. Deductible may apply. A Mammoth University research poll released last week shows only 9% of Americans believe that ChatGPT will do more good than harm. Pew Research agrees. In other words, 91% distrust it, and we should. Americans don't want AI and things making split-second military or law enforcement decisions. We don't trust it to drive our cars. And there are more sinister reasons to not trust AI chatbots. Never forget, these things are programmed by humans who are not capable of being perfectly unbiased. So there's absolutely no possible way that AI chatbots can provide perfectly balanced results in their research and also in their responses. ChatGPT is far too untested to trust it. Hey, sound like a tech pro, even if you aren't one. Get my daily longer podcast. It's called Kim Commando Today. 
Do you want to know what's trending now? You can defer payments of a full NetSuite implementation for six months. That's right. No payments and no interest for six months. This is a big deal. NetSuite by Oracle has never made an offer like this in its 22 years as the leading cloud financial system. 33,000 companies have already upgraded to NetSuite, getting visibility and control of their financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. NetSuite has everything you need to reduce manual processes, boost efficiency, build forecasts, and increased productivity across every department. In fact, almost 90% of finance leaders agree that NetSuite helps them reduce manual data entry time. So whether your business generates millions or hundreds of millions of dollars, take advantage of this special financing offer of no payments or interest for six months today. Visit NetSuite.com slash Kim. That's NetSuite.com slash Kim for no payments or interest for six months. That's NetSuite.com slash Kim. NetSuite.com slash Kim. The great News Radio 1290 WMBF 6.56 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports news with the conclusion of the women's basketball regular season in the America East. The quarterfinal round of the conference playoffs will be held this Wednesday. The Binghamton Bearcats finished in sixth place and will head out on the road to face the third place Maine Black Bears at 7 p.m. Wednesday evening. Pre-game starting at 6.45 on KISS 104.1. The BU men play their final regular season game tomorrow night at 7 p.m. at the Event Center against UMBC. Pre-game at 6.45 right here on WMBF. The Bearcats have secured a playoff spot with the quarterfinal round scheduled for this Saturday, March 4th. However, the opponent and time for that playoff game has yet to be determined. Binghamton is tied for third place with Bryant and New Hampshire, all with conference records of 8-7. and seven. And to make things more complicated, their Tuesday opponent, UMBC, is right behind them at 7-8. and eight. NBA action, Julius Randle scored 28 points to lead New York to a 128-106 route of the New Orleans Pelicans. On a night the Knicks celebrated the golden anniversary of their 1972-73 NBA championship team. Six players scored in double figures for New York, which won its fifth straight. R.J. Barrett had 25 points and a season-high seven assists. Jalen Brunson added 20 points. Josh Hart scored 15. Emmanuel quickly added 13, and Mitchell Robinson finished with a double-double of 11 points and 13 rebounds. Brandon Ingram scored 19 points for the Pelicans, who lost their third straight and fourth in five games overall. Nets in action as well. Trey Young sank a buzzer-beating jumper over Spencer Dinwiddie to score 34 points and lift the Atlanta Hawks to a 129-127 win over the Brooklyn Nets. The Hawks announced a few hours later they hired Quinn Snyder as their new head coach. Atlanta recovered after blowing an 18-point lead to overcome four Nets scorers with at least 20 points. Cam Johnson scored 27 points for Brooklyn, including a three-pointer from the corner to tie the game at 127 all with 7.8 seconds remaining. Mikael Bridges had 24 points for the Nets, who have lost 4 of 5. Atlanta won its second consecutive game under interim head coach Joe Prunty. Some hockey action, Vincent Trocek had two goals and an assist. Igor Shesterkin made 26 saves. And the New York Rangers ended a four-game losing streak with a 5-2 win over the Los Angeles Kings. Semyon Varlamov picked up a shutout with a 23-save effort, and the New York Islanders handed the Winnipeg Jets their third straight loss. 4 nothing on Sunday. And Dylan Cozen scored three times and added an assist. And the Buffalo Sabres won their third straight in routing the Washington Capitals 7-4. 6.59. 
You're listening to WMBF. It can be. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WMBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WMBF. Closing out hour number one of WMBF's first news with me, James Kelly. We got two more hours to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in, contribute to the program. ABC News coming up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 27th. You're listening to WNBF. Attorneys for three men indicted after Binghamton police investigated sexual assault allegations are calling for the charges against their clients to be dropped. The lawyers representing Jordan Ringen, Yaron Queller, and Lior Queller want Broome County District Attorney Michael Korchak to immediately dismiss all charges. Ringen and Yaron Queller were partners in the Colonial, a popular Court Street bar and restaurant. They and Yaron Queller's brother, Lior Queller, were indicted last March on felony charges related to an alleged incident that was said to have occurred on November 27, 2021. In addition to the request that the charges be dropped, the attorneys want an investigation into the possibility that these complainants in the case may have lied to a grand jury and deleted text messages about the incident. The lawyers acted after reviewing text messages from the cell phones of the complainants. The evidence was recently made available to the attorneys. Responding to a request for comment from WMBF News, a spokesperson for District Attorney Michael Korchak on Friday afternoon wrote, Our office would not be permitted to discuss that at this time. Rindgen was charged with criminal sale of a controlled substance, criminal possession of a controlled substance, sexual abuse, criminal sexual act, criminal facilitation, and unlawfully dealing with a child. Yaron Queller was charged with rape and criminal sexual act. Lior Queller was charged with rape and sexual abuse. Binghamton police announced arrests in connection with an incident at 141 Washington Street nearly three months after it allegedly happened. All three men entered not guilty pleas when they appeared in Broome County Court on March 31st. A formal motion to dismiss the charges was made Friday, one year and one day after Ringen and Yaron Queller were arrested. Lior Queller was arrested a few days later. Word of the alleged incident first circulated on social media. After several days, Binghamton police announced they were conducting an investigation. The Colonial and two other downtown restaurants temporarily closed as rumors swirled on social media sites. Hundreds of people participated in a march and demonstration outside the restaurants. The Colonial and Dos Rios Cantina permanently ceased operations last April due to financial problems related to the criminal allegations. The Binghamton Fire Department's newly constructed main station has gone into operation with no formal announcement. The $8.5 million facility is located at Court and Chapman Streets, just south of the city-owned baseball stadium. Basic construction at the site was completed several weeks ago. Workers had been busy taking care of the finishing touches and installing computer equipment at the station. The city acquired the property at 235 Court Street from MJ Scoville Incorporated in August 2020 for $220,000. The fire department facilities, which had been located at City Hall for nearly 50 years, were shut down because of safety concerns. City officials had said the garage floor at the old fire department headquarters could not support more than 30 tons of equipment. 
They estimated repairs to that station would cost at least $3 million. A former car dealership building at Court and Carroll Streets has been the temporary home for the Binghamton firefighters while the new station was being constructed. The new headquarters complex officially went into service Wednesday afternoon. It was acknowledged in a brief radio transmission from the fire chief advising that several units will be stationed at and responding from the new fire headquarters at 235 Court Street. In Broome County Court, Melissa Watkins, age 26, of Endicott, entered a plea of guilty to felony arson in the third degree. Watkins admitted that on December 31st, she intentionally set fire inside an apartment located at 32 2nd Street in the city of Binghamton after an argument with a resident at that location. No one was injured, but all residents were displaced. She will be sentenced to two to six years in New York State Prison on May 23rd. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said thankfully the Binghamton Fire Department responded to the scene quickly and no one was injured or killed. However, this type of conduct warrants nothing less than a state prison sentence. Russian President Vladimir Putin says that after Russia suspended its participation in the New START Treaty, it would take into account the nuclear weapons capabilities not only of the United States, but of other NATO countries such as France and Britain. Putin had said in a speech suspending Russia's role in the 2010 treaty earlier this week that France and Britain, not parties to the agreement, had joined the United States in targeting Russia with nuclear weapons. In an interview with Russian TV that was recorded Wednesday and broadcast Sunday, he said he took the action to preserve our country, ensure security and strategic stability. U.S. President Joe Biden has said that the U.S. wants Ukraine to win, but it does not seek to control or destroy Russia. A powerful New York jail union boss turned prison inmate is poised to go free less than halfway through his sentence in a corruption case. A federal judge decided this week that Norman Seabrook's nearly five-year term should be reduced. Seabrook originally was sentenced to 58 months in prison, but the judge says Seabrook's sentence is now unjust because a co-defendant appealed and got his own prison term reduced to just over a year. Seabrook has served about 21 months on his conviction for taking bribes to put $20 million in union pension money into a risky hedge fund. The union lost $19 million. Can the Federal Reserve keep raising interest rates and defeat the nation's worst bout of inflation in 40 years without causing a recession? Not according to a new research paper that concludes that such an immaculate disinflation has never happened before. The paper was produced by a group of leading economists and two Fed officials addressed its conclusions in their own remarks Friday. When inflation soars, as it has for the past two years, the Fed typically responds by raising interest rates, often aggressively, to try to cool the economy and slow price increases. The Fed's higher rates in turn make mortgages, auto loans, credit card borrowing, and businesses lending more expensive. The Dilbert comic strip distributor Andrews McMeal Universal has announced it will no longer work with the strip's creator, Scott Adams. Andrews McMeal chairman Hugh Andrews and CEO and president Andy Sarian say in a joint statement issued Sunday that the syndication company is severing its relationship with Adams because his recent comments on race were not compatible with the company's core values. In the February 22nd episode of his YouTube show, Adams described people who are black as members of a hate group from which white people should get away. Various media publishers across the U.S. denounced the comments as racist, hateful, and discriminatory while saying they would no longer provide a platform for his work. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, increasing clouds with a high near 36. Tonight's snow before 1 a.m., then snow possibly mixed with sleet between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m., then snow after 2 a.m. Snow could be heavy at times, a low near 28 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour. A 100% chance of snow could see about 4 inches. 
Tomorrow, a chance of snow before 9 a.m., then snow likely, possibly mixed with sleet between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m., then snow likely after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 39 degrees, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 22. Wednesday, a slight chance of showers after 2 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 47, a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, chance of showers, mainly after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 50%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, news radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do New York's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. Seven thirteen on WMBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some pothole repairs on I-81 in both directions between Exit 9, U.S. 11, New York 221 Marathon, and Exit 10, U.S. 11, New York 41 McGraw. There will be a mobile work zone with closures today through noon. One left lane of two lanes will be closed northbound, and one right lane of two lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 21 degrees, partly cloudy outside. Windchill has it at 13. Today, chance of snow after 5 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 36 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Could see about an inch during the daytime. Tonight's snow possibly mixed with sleep, becoming all snow after 1 a.m. Snow could be heavy at times, a low near 28 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour. A 100% chance of snow could see around 4 inches overnight. Tomorrow, snow likely, possibly mixed with sleet, becoming all snow after 9 a.m., then gradually ending. Cloudy with a high near 39 degrees, a 60% chance of snow. Could see another inch tomorrow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 22. Wednesday, slight chance of showers after 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. And Wednesday night, chance of showers mainly after 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. 7.15, you're listening to WMBF. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. 
Well, I finally did it. I improved my credit score. You're kidding, right? Uh, no. How are we supposed to be the bad boys of electrosynth pop if you're out there being responsible? The band is about to be discovered. This is our year. Uh, yeah, you've been saying that for a while now. You think anyone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was worried about their credit score? I never really thought that Of we're... course they weren't. Rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, write aggressively sensitive power ballads, start questionable fashion trends, tragically break up and blame creative differences. All right, all right, just... I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget. Get out of debt. Set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Seven eighteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports news with the conclusion of the women's basketball regular season in the America East. The quarterfinal round of conference playoffs will be held this Wednesday. The Binghamton Bearcats finished in sixth place and will head out on the road to face the third place Maine Black Bears at 7 p.m. Wednesday evening. Pre-game starting at 6.45 on KISS 104.1. The BU men play their final regular season game tomorrow night at 7 o'clock at the Event Center against UMBC, pregame at 6.45 on WMBF. The Bearcats have secured a playoff spot with the quarterfinal round scheduled for this Saturday, March 4th. However, the opponent and time for that playoff game has yet to be determined. Binghamton is tied for third with Bryant and New Hampshire, all with conference records of 8-7. and seven. And to make things more complicated, their Tuesday opponent, UMBC, is right behind them at 7-8. and eight. Some NBA action. Julius Randle scored 28 points to lead New York to a 128-106 route of the New Orleans Pelicans on, the, on a night the Knicks celebrated the golden anniversary of their 1972-73 NBA championship team. Six players scored in double figures for New York, which won its fifth straight. R.J. Barrett had 25 points and a season-high seven assists. Jalen Brunson added 20 points, Josh Hart scored 15, Emmanuel quickly 13, and Mitchell Robinson finished with a double-double of 11 points and 13 rebounds. Brandon Ingram scored 19 points for the Pelicans, who lost their third straight and fourth in five games overall. Nets in action as well, Trey Young sank a buzzer-beating jumper over Spencer Dinwiddie to score 34 points and lift the Atlanta Hawks to a 129-127 win over the Brooklyn Nets. The Hawks announced a few hours later they hired Quinn Snyder as their new coach. Atlanta recovered after blowing an 18-point lead to overcome four Nets scorers with at least 20 points. Cam Johnson scored 27 points for Brooklyn, including a three-pointer from the corner to tie the game at 127 all with 7.8 seconds remaining. Mikael Bridges had 24 points for the Nets, who have lost four of five. Atlanta won its second consecutive game under interim coach Joe Prunty. Some hockey action. Vincent Trocek had two goals and an assist. Igor Shesterkin made 26 saves. And the New York Rangers ended a four-game losing streak with a 5-2 win over the Los Angeles Kings. Mika Zimnijad and Artemi Panarin each had a goal and an assist. Alexis Lafreniere also scored, and Adam Fox had two assists for New York. Rangers defenseman Keandre Miller was given a match penalty and ejected after spitting at Kings defenseman Drew Doherty late in the first period. Victor Arvidsson had a power play goal late in the second period. Matt Roy scored early in the third, and Philip Denault had two assists for Los Angeles. 
Jonathan Quick stopped four of seven shots for LA before being pulled late in the second period. Phoenix Copley had 12 saves. Islanders in action, Semyon Varlamov picked up a shutout with a 23-save effort, and the New York Islanders handed the Winnipeg Jets their third straight loss for nothing on Sunday. Bo Horvat scored a shorthanded goal, and Alexander Romanov, Brock Nelson, and Adam Pellick scored for New York. David Riddick stopped 20 shots for Winnipeg. And for the Sabres, Dylan Cozens scored three times and added an assist, and the Buffalo Sabres won their third straight in routing the Washington Capitals 7-4. The Sabres enjoyed their second seven-goal outing in 11 days despite missing two of their leading scorers, forward Alex Tuch and defenseman Rasmus Dalen, who are sidelined by injuries. Buffalo had 12 players register at least a point, including Tage Thompson with his team-leading 40th goal, Jeff Skinner, Zemgis Gergensens, and Vinny Hinestroza also scored. Washington has lost 7 of 8 and was coming off a 6-3 win over the New York Rangers on Saturday. 7:22 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The major stock indexes are coming off their worst week since early December. The S&P gave up just over 1% Friday, as did the Dow Jones, which finished the week at 32,816. The Nasdaq Composite fell 1.7% Friday. Here's what was behind it all. Inflation, job and retail spending numbers came in higher than expected, prompting analysts to forecast more Federal Reserve interest rate hikes to slow the economy and cool inflation. Amazon is battling slow growth of its own with a jump into same-day delivery. The online retailer has opened nearly four dozen so-called same-day sites, most of them close to large cities. That'll make it easier to deliver the most popular 100,000 items in Amazon's catalog to customers in less than one day. Well, it's a scrub. This morning's planned launch of a SpaceX rocket carrying a four-member crew to the International Space Station, including two Americans, was stopped minutes before liftoff because of what SpaceX calls a technical glitch. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Work. School, grocery shopping, doctor's appointments, the gym, to the airport to pick up loved ones, to the kids' soccer games, piano lessons, out for movie night, to hear your favorite band in the city, over to grandma and grandpa's house, and on last year's amazing road trip. Your vehicle takes you so many places. Protect it. When you leave your vehicle, remember to always take your keys or key fob with you and lock the doors. If you suspect auto theft, contact the National Insurance Crime Bureau at 1-800-TELL-NICB. That's 1-800-TEL-NICB or visit our website at www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Radio 1290, WMBF. 725 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Political Insights. 
Here are your political insights from ABC News. In his exclusive interview with ABC News, President Biden said he has every intention of running for re-election, but still has some things to do before he starts campaigning. Former Democratic Party Chair Donna Brazile. He has to get a budget back through uh, Congress. He has a debt ceiling uh, that is coming due. We, he's still litigating the, the war in Ukraine. Mr. Biden would be 82 if sworn in for a second term. Former New Jersey Republican Governor Chris Christie. Aging is inevitable for all of us. You slow down a little bit the older you get. We're talking about unprecedented territory here. 82 years old when he ends this term. We really going to see an 86-year-old president? Christie in Brazil on ABC's This Week broadcast. Come Tuesday, the Supreme Court takes arguments on two legal challenges to the president's plan to cancel up to $20,000 in college debt for some borrowers. And those are your political insights. Richard Cantu, ABC News. You wash it. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section. When dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL, opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful pain-reducing prescription medicines, but most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets. Anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. We're not... Seven twenty nine on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some pothole repairs on I eighty one in both directions between exit nine US eleven New York two twenty one Marathon and exit ten US eleven New York forty one McCraw. There will be a mobile work zone with closures today until noon. One left lane of two lanes will be closed northbound, and one right lane of two lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 21 degrees, partly cloudy outside. Windchill has it at 13. Today, chance of snow after 5 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 36 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Tonight's snow possibly mixed with sleet, becoming all snow after 1 a.m. The snow could be heavy at times, a low near 28 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour. A 100% chance of snow could see around 4 inches overnight. Tomorrow, snow likely, possibly mixed with sleet, becoming all snow after 9 a.m., then gradually ending. Cloudy with a high near 39 degrees, a 60% chance of snow, could see another inch tomorrow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 22. And Wednesday, a slight chance of showers after 1 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, chance of showers mainly after 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. It's 7.30. You're listening to WMBF. It's back. WMBF. 731 on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment Update. 
ABC Entertainment News. Turn it off. A great weekend for Cocaine Bear, not so much for Ant-Man. The Marvel movie Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania topped the box office for a second weekend in a row. That's the good news. The bad news is that it earned an estimated $32.2 bucks in North America, a drop of almost 70% from last weekend, the worst percentage drop in history for a Marvel movie. But Cocaine Bear opened much better than expected. That's inappropriate. An estimated $23.1 million for the R-rated Bloody Bear story. Also a better than expected debut for the faith-based film Jesus Revolution, $15.5 million in third place. A big weekend for everything, everywhere, all at once. Very busy today. No time to help you. The film won the top prize at the Screen Actors Guild Awards and the Producers Guild Awards and is now the frontrunner for Best Picture at the Oscars. Rarified Air for SZA, 10 weeks at number one on the Billboard 200 album chart for SOS. And actress Kate Mara is 40 Monday. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. I'm Mark. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 27th. You're listening to WNBF. Attorneys for three men indicted after Binghamton police investigated sexual assault allegations are calling for the charges against their clients to be dropped. The lawyers representing Jordan Ringen, Yaron Queller, and Lior Queller want Broome County District Attorney Michael Korchak to immediately dismiss all charges. Ringen and Yaron Queller were partners in the Colonial, a popular Court Street bar and restaurant. They and Yaron Queller's brother, Lior Queller, were indicted last March on felony charges related to an alleged incident that was said to have occurred on November 27, 2021. In addition to the request that the charges be dropped, the attorneys want an investigation into the possibility that these complainants in the case may have lied to a grand jury and deleted text messages about the incident. The lawyers acted after reviewing text messages from the cell phones of the complainants. The evidence was recently made available to the attorneys. Responding to a request for comment from WMBF News, a spokesperson for District Attorney Michael Korchak on Friday afternoon wrote, Our office would not be permitted to discuss that at this time. Rindgen was charged with criminal sale of a controlled substance, criminal possession of a controlled substance, sexual abuse, criminal sexual act, criminal facilitation, and unlawfully dealing with a child. Yaron Queller was charged with rape and criminal sexual act. Lior Queller was charged with rape and sexual abuse. Binghamton police announced arrests in connection with an incident at 141 Washington Street nearly three months after it allegedly happened. All three men entered not guilty pleas when they appeared in Broome County Court on March 31st. A formal motion to dismiss the charges was made Friday, one year and one day after Ringen and Yaron Queller were arrested. Lior Queller was arrested a few days later. Word of the alleged incident first circulated on social media. After several days, Binghamton police announced they were conducting an investigation. The Colonial and two other downtown restaurants temporarily closed as rumors swirled on social media sites. Hundreds of people participated in a march and demonstration outside the restaurants. The Colonial and Dos Rios Cantina permanently ceased operations last April due to financial problems related to the criminal allegations. The Binghamton Fire Department's newly constructed main station has gone into operation with no formal announcement. The $8.5 million facility is located at Court and Chapman Streets, just south of the city-owned baseball stadium. Basic construction at the site was completed several weeks ago. Workers had been busy taking care of the finishing touches and installing computer equipment at the station. The city acquired the property at 235 Court Street from MJ Scoville Incorporated in August 2020 for $220,000. The fire department facilities, which had been located at City Hall for nearly 50 years, were shut down because of safety concerns. City officials had said the garage floor at the old fire department headquarters could not support more than 30 tons of equipment. 
They estimated repairs to that station would cost at least $3 million. A former car dealership building at Court and Carroll Streets has been the temporary home for the Binghamton firefighters while the new station was being constructed. The new headquarters complex officially went into service Wednesday afternoon. It was acknowledged in a brief radio transmission from the fire chief advising that several units will be stationed at and responding from the new fire headquarters at 235 Court Street. In Broome County Court, Melissa Watkins, age 26, of Endicott, entered a plea of guilty to felony arson in the third degree. Watkins admitted that on December 31st, she intentionally set fire inside an apartment located at 32 2nd Street in the city of Binghamton after an argument with a resident at that location. No one was injured, but all residents were displaced. She will be sentenced to two to six years in New York State Prison on May 23rd. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said thankfully the Binghamton Fire Department responded to the scene quickly and no one was injured or killed. However, this type of conduct warrants nothing less than a state prison sentence. Russian President Vladimir Putin says that after Russia suspended its participation in the New START Treaty, it would take into account the nuclear weapons capabilities not only of the United States, but of other NATO countries such as France and Britain. Putin had said in a speech suspending Russia's role in the 2010 treaty earlier this week that France and Britain, not parties to the agreement, had joined the United States in targeting Russia with nuclear weapons. In an interview with Russian TV that was recorded Wednesday and broadcast Sunday, he said he took the action to preserve our country, ensure security and strategic stability. U.S. President Joe Biden has said that the U.S. wants Ukraine to win, but it does not seek to control or destroy Russia. A powerful New York jail union boss turned prison inmate is poised to go free less than halfway through his sentence in a corruption case. A federal judge decided this week that Norman Seabrook's nearly five-year term should be reduced. Seabrook originally was sentenced to 58 months in prison, but the judge says Seabrook's sentence is now unjust because a co-defendant appealed and got his own prison term reduced to just over a year. Seabrook has served about 21 months on his conviction for taking bribes to put $20 million in union pension money into a risky hedge fund. The union lost $19 million. Can the Federal Reserve keep raising interest rates and defeat the nation's worst bout of inflation in 40 years without causing a recession? Not according to a new research paper that concludes that such an immaculate disinflation has never happened before. The paper was produced by a group of leading economists and two Fed officials addressed its conclusions in their own remarks Friday. When inflation soars, as it has for the past two years, the Fed typically responds by raising interest rates, often aggressively, to try to cool the economy and slow price increases. The Fed's higher rates in turn make mortgages, auto loans, credit card borrowing, and businesses lending more expensive. The Dilbert comic strip distributor Andrews McMeal Universal has announced it will no longer work with the strip's creator, Scott Adams. Andrews McMeal chairman Hugh Andrews and CEO and president Andy Sarian say in a joint statement issued Sunday that the syndication company is severing its relationship with Adams because his recent comments on race were not compatible with the company's core values. In the February 22nd episode of his YouTube show, Adams described people who are black as members of a hate group from which white people should get away. Various media publishers across the U.S. denounced the comments as racist, hateful, and discriminatory while saying they would no longer provide a platform for his work. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, increasing clouds with a high near 36. Tonight, snow before 1 a.m., then snow possibly mixed with sleet between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m., then snow after 2 a.m. Snow could be heavy at times, a low near 28 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour. A 100% chance of snow could see about 4 inches. 
Tomorrow, a chance of snow before 9 a.m., then snow likely, possibly mixed with sleet between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m., then snow likely after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 39 degrees, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 22. Wednesday, a slight chance of showers after 2 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 47, a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, chance of showers, mainly after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 50%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, news radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in New York knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, Chances are you'd look good in stripes, too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? New York needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. I'm Mark. Seven forty-three. This is James Kelly. You're listening to WMBF's First News. Now, coming up this weekend is Parade Day. It's going to be my first Parade Day. Obviously, I wasn't here for last year's Parade Day yet. I didn't come until June. But as you might know, I did have a brother who went to Binghamton University, graduated from there. So I'm a little curious about what the vibe at Parade Day is going to look like, because from what I understand about Parade Day. Uh, Let's say there's going to be some teenagers leaving their breakfast in the streets. That's that's my understanding of what Parade Day is for students. But it's also a parade. It's St. Patrick's Day Parade, kind of. And WMBF is involved. We're going to be in the parade, so it's going to be a family event. You know, WMBF is for the locals, not the college students. We're for the locals. So they're going to be involved in the parade as well. So I'm, I'm a little curious about what that vibe is going to look like, whether it's just going to be kind of driving down Court Street and, you know, we got Bob Joseph waving to the locals on one side and me trying to not look at the college kids on the left side because I don't want to see what kind of hooligan shenaniganry is going on over there. Oh, it's going to be interesting. Let's see how much crossover there is. 745. You're listening to WMBF. Even if- Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert. 
a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. This is an important message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. After a storm, many roads may be flooded. Avoid driving through these areas, especially when the water is moving fast. Drownings can result from driving through water. In fact, as little as six inches of water may cause you to lose control of your vehicle. And as little as two feet of water will carry most cars away. To learn more, call the CDC at 800-CDC-INFO. Seven forty-eight on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some pothole repairs on I-81 in both directions between Exit 9, U.S. 11, New York 221 Marathon, and Exit 10, U.S. 11, New York 41 McCraw. There will be a mobile work zone with closures today until noon. One left lane of two lanes will be closed northbound, and one right lane of two lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 21 degrees, partly cloudy outside. Windchill has it at 13 degrees. Today, chance of snow after 5 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 36 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Tonight, snow possibly mixed with sleet, becoming all snow after 1 a.m. Snow could be heavy at times, a low near 28 degrees. Could see about 4 inches of snow and wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour. Tomorrow, snow likely, possibly mixed with sleet, becoming all snow after 9 a.m., then gradually ending. Cloudy with a high near 39 degrees, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 22. And Wednesday, a slight chance of showers after 1 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, chance of showers mainly after 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. It's 749. You're listening to WMBF. In 2010, Liz was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. After losing her job due to treatment, she was left with few options. A housing voucher gave her hope that she could find a place to live with her daughter. To her surprise, that same voucher would result in her being denied housing. I felt so dejected and ashamed. It was shocking to me that people actually just discriminated against you for the type of income you were utilizing to pay your rent. Now, thanks to a new law in New York State, it is illegal for people like Liz to be denied housing based on their source of income. Do you use non-wage income such as veterans or disability benefits, Section 8 vouchers, or child support to pay for housing? If you suspect discrimination, call 1-800-788-9898 to contact the New York State Office of the Attorney General or visit endincomebiasny.com. I am at this point proud to say that I am using my voucher and a proud renter of an apartment where my daughter and I are very happily living. We are your pets, and this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. Enroll! Health insurance is now affordable and covers prescriptions, hospitalizations, and preventive care. Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org to learn more. And take care, people. Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council.
7.51 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends, there is a lot of discussion about what kind of information AI programs are trained on. But one tech executive argues it's less about inputs and more about outputs. Brian Reddy is the CEO of Pinterest. He says the launch of artificial intelligence programs like Bing AI and ChatGPT raises important questions for his industry. As there's a new, more powerful generation of AI coming into the view of the consumer, it's really important important that we have a discussion about what that AI is being asked to do. He says social media companies have been using AI to get users to stay on their platforms. In which case it may continue serving things that are more divisive, more salacious, uh, just for the sake of getting you engaged. Instead, Reddy argues platforms can and should be tracking how a user feels on their platform. Asking it to show things that are going to make people feel good and then measuring for those outcomes. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports news with the conclusion of the women's basketball regular season in the America East. The quarterfinal round of conference playoffs will be held this Wednesday. The Binghamton Bearcats finished in sixth place and will head out on the road to face the third place Maine Black Bears at 7 p.m. Wednesday evening. Pre-game starting at 6.45 on KISS 104.1. The BU men play their final regular season game tomorrow night at 7 p.m. at the Events Center against UMBC, pregame at 6.45 on WMBF. The Bearcats have secured a playoff spot with the quarterfinal round scheduled for this Saturday, March 4th. However, the opponent and time for that playoff game has yet to be determined. Binghamton is tied for third place with Bryant and New Hampshire, all with conference records of 8-7. and seven. And to make things more complicated, their Tuesday opponent, UMBC, is right behind them at 7-8. and eight. NBA action, Julius Randle scored 28 points to lead New York to a 128-106 route of the New Orleans Pelicans on the night the Knicks celebrated the golden anniversary of their 1972-73 NBA championship team. Six players scored in double figures for New York, which won its fifth straight. R.J. Barrett had 25 points and a season-high 7 assists. Jalen Brunson added 20 points. Josh Hart scored 15. Emmanuel quickly 13. And Mitchell Robinson finished with a double-double of 11 points and 13 rebounds. Brandon Ingram scored 19 points for the Pelicans, who lost their third straight and fourth in five games overall. Brooklyn Nets in action as well. Trey Young sank a buzzer-beating jumper over Spencer Dinwiddie to score 34 points and lift the Atlanta Hawks to a 129-127 win over the Brooklyn Nets. The Hawks announced a few hours later they hired Quinn Snyder as their new coach. Atlanta recovered after blowing an 18-point lead to overcome four Nets scorers with at least 20 points. Cam Johnson scored 27 points for Brooklyn, including a three-pointer from the corner to tie the game at 127 all with 7.8 seconds remaining. Mikael Bridges had 24 points for the Nets, who have lost four of five. Atlanta won its second consecutive game under interim coach Joe Prunty. Some hockey action. Vincent Trocek had two goals and an assist. Igor Shesterkin made 26 saves. And the New York Rangers ended a four-game losing streak with a 5-2 victory over the Los Angeles Kings. Mika Zibanejad and Artemi Panarin each had a goal and an assist. Alexis Lafreniere also scored, and Adam Fox had two assists for New York. Rangers defenseman Calandre Miller was given a match penalty and ejected after spitting at Kings defenseman Drew Doherty late in the first period. 
Victor Arvidsson had a power play goal late in the second period. Matt Roy scored early in the third, and Philip Denault had two assists for Los Angeles. Jonathan Quick stopped four of seven shots for LA before being pulled late in the second period. Phoenix Copley had 12 saves. Islanders in action as well. Semyon Varlamov picked up a shutout with a 23-save effort, and the New York Islanders handed the Winnipeg Jets their third straight loss for nothing on Sunday. Bo Horvat scored a shorthanded goal, and Alexander Romanov, Brock Nelson, and Adam Pellick scored for New York. David Riddick stopped 20 shots for Winnipeg. And for the Sabres, Dylan Kozin scored three times and added an assist, and the Buffalo Sabres won their third straight in routing the Washington Capitals 7-4. The Sabres enjoyed their second seven-goal outing in 11 days, despite missing two of their leading scorers, forward Alexander Tuch and defenseman Rasmus Dalen, who are sidelined by injuries. Buffalo had 12 players register at least a point, including Tage Thompson with his team-leading 40th goal, Jeff Skinner, Zemgus Gergensens, and Vinny Henestroza also scored. Washington has lost 7 of 8 and was coming off a 6-3 win over the New York Rangers on Saturday. 7.59, you're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out hour number two of WMBF's First News with me, James Kelly. we got one more hour to go before Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Coming up next, ABC News. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 27th. You're listening to WMBF. Attorneys for three men indicted after Binghamton police investigated sexual assault allegations are calling for the charges against their clients to be dropped. The lawyers representing Jordan Ringen, Yaron Queller, and Lior Queller want Broome County District Attorney Michael Korchak to immediately dismiss all charges. Ringen and Yaron Queller were partners in the Colonial, a popular Court Street bar and restaurant. They and Yaron Queller's brother, Lior Queller, were indicted last March on felony charges related to an alleged incident that was said to have occurred on November 27, 2021. In addition to the request that the charges be dropped, the attorneys want an investigation into the possibility that these complainants in the case may have lied to a grand jury and deleted text messages about the incident. The lawyers acted after reviewing text messages from the cell phones of the complainants. The evidence was recently made available to the attorneys. Responding to a request for comment from WMBF News, a spokesperson for District Attorney Michael Korchak on Friday afternoon wrote, Our office would not be permitted to discuss that at this time. Rendgen was charged with criminal sale of a controlled substance, criminal possession of a controlled substance, sexual abuse, criminal sexual act, criminal facilitation, and unlawfully dealing with a child. Yaron Queller was charged with rape and criminal sexual act. Lior Queller was charged with rape and sexual abuse. Binghamton police announced arrests in connection with an incident at 141 Washington Street nearly three months after it allegedly happened. All three men entered not guilty pleas when they appeared in Broome County Court on March 31st. A formal motion to dismiss the charges was made Friday, one year and one day after Ringen and Yaron Queller were arrested. 
Lior Queller was arrested a few days later. Word of the alleged incident first circulated on social media. After several days, Binghamton police announced they were conducting an investigation. The Colonial and two other downtown restaurants temporarily closed as rumors swirled on social media sites. Hundreds of people participated in a march and demonstration outside the restaurants. The Colonial and Dos Rios Cantina permanently ceased operations last April due to financial problems related to the criminal allegations. The Binghamton Fire Department's newly constructed main station has gone into operation with no formal announcement. The $8.5 million facility is located at Court and Chapman Streets, just south of the city-owned baseball stadium. Basic construction at the site was completed several weeks ago. Workers had been busy taking care of the finishing touches and installing computer equipment at the station. The city acquired the property at 235 Court Street from MJ Scoville Incorporated in August 2020 for $220,000. The fire department facilities, which had been located at City Hall for nearly 50 years, were shut down because of safety concerns. City officials had said the garage floor at the old fire department headquarters could not support more than 30 tons of equipment. They estimated repairs to that station would cost at least $3 million. A former car dealership building at Court and Carroll Streets has been the temporary home for the Binghamton firefighters while the new station was being constructed. The new headquarters complex officially went into service Wednesday afternoon. It was acknowledged in a brief radio transmission from the fire chief advising that several units will be stationed at and responding from the new fire headquarters at 235 Court Street. In Broome County Court, Melissa Watkins, aged 26, of Endicott, entered a plea of guilty to felony arson in the third degree. Watkins admitted that on December 31st, she intentionally set fire inside an apartment located at 32 2nd Street in the city of Binghamton after an argument with a resident at that location. No one was injured, but all residents were displaced. She will be sentenced to two to six years in New York State Prison on May 23rd. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said thankfully the Binghamton Fire Department responded to the scene quickly and no one was injured or killed. However, this type of conduct warrants nothing less than a state prison sentence. Russian President Vladimir Putin says that after Russia suspended its participation in the New START Treaty, it would take into account the nuclear weapons capabilities not only of the United States, but of other NATO countries such as France and Britain. Putin had said in a speech suspending Russia's role in the 2010 treaty earlier this week that France and Britain, not parties to the agreement, had joined the United States in targeting Russia with nuclear weapons. In an interview with Russian TV that was recorded Wednesday and broadcast Sunday, he said he took the action to preserve our country, ensure security and strategic stability. U.S. President Joe Biden has said that the U.S. wants Ukraine to win, but it does not seek to control or destroy Russia. A powerful New York jail union boss turned prison inmate is poised to go free less than halfway through his sentence in a corruption case. A federal judge decided this week that Norman Seabrook's nearly five-year term should be reduced. Seabrook originally was sentenced to 58 months in prison, but the judge says Seabrook's sentence is now unjust because a co-defendant appealed and got his own prison term reduced to just over a year. Seabrook has served about 21 months on his conviction for taking bribes to put $20 million in union pension money into a risky hedge fund. The union lost $19 million. Can the Federal Reserve keep raising interest rates and defeat the nation's worst bout of inflation in 40 years without causing a recession? Not according to a new research paper that concludes that such an immaculate disinflation has never happened before. The paper was produced by a group of leading economists and two Fed officials addressed its conclusions in their own remarks Friday. When inflation soars, as it has for the past two years, the Fed typically responds by raising interest rates, often aggressively, to try to cool the economy and slow price increases. 
The Fed's higher rates in turn make mortgages, auto loans, credit card borrowing, and businesses lending more expensive. The Dilbert comic strip distributor Andrews McMeal Universal has announced it will no longer work with the strip's creator, Scott Adams. Andrews McMeal chairman Hugh Andrews and CEO and president Andy Sarian say in a joint statement issued Sunday that the syndication company is severing its relationship with Adams because his recent comments on race were not compatible with the company's core values. In the February 22nd episode of his YouTube show, Adams described people who are black as members of a hate group from which white people should get away. Various media publishers across the U.S. denounced the comments as racist, hateful, and discriminatory while saying they would no longer provide a platform for his work. National Weather Service forecasts for downtown Binghamton. Today, increasing clouds with a high near 36. Tonight's snow before 1 a.m., then snow possibly mixed with sleet between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m., then snow after 2 a.m. Snow could be heavy at times, a low near 28 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour. A 100% chance of snow could see about 4 inches. Tomorrow, a chance of snow before 9 a.m., then snow likely, possibly mixed with sleet between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m., then snow likely after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 39 degrees, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 22. Wednesday, a slight chance of showers after 2 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 47, a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, chance of showers, mainly after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 50%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WMBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Hi, this is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing right now in every state and county across America. Despite having more than enough food available in this country, there are nearly 16 million kids, that's one in five children, struggling with hunger. They often don't even know where their next meal is coming from. And the worst part is, this has been going on for years. There's no excuse for it, and that's why Feeding America is doing its best to put an end to childhood hunger. As a nationwide network of food banks, Feeding America engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids and their families all across our nation. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. You can start by going to feedingamerica.org to learn more. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. At Toshiba. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 813 on WMBF. You're listening to the final hour of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some pothole repairs on I 81 in both directions between exit 9, US 11, New York 221 Marathon, and exit 10, US 11, New York 41 McGraw. There will be a mobile work zone with closures today until noon. One left lane of two lanes will be closed northbound and one right lane of two lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 23 degrees, mostly cloudy outside. Today a chance of snow after 5 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 36 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Tonight's snow possibly mixed with sleet, becoming all snow after 1 a.m. The snow could be heavy at times, a low near 28 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour. A 100% chance of snow and could see around 4 inches overnight. 
Tomorrow, snow likely, possibly mixed with sleet, becoming all snow after 9 a.m., then gradually ending. Cloudy with a high near 39 degrees, a 60% chance of snow, could see another inch tomorrow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 22. And Wednesday, a slight chance of showers after 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, chance of showers mainly after 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. It's 8.15. You're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports news. With the conclusion of the women's basketball regular season in in the America East, the quarterfinal round of conference playoffs will be held this Wednesday. The Binghamton Bearcats finished in sixth place and will head out on the road to face the third-place Maine Black Bears at 7 p.m. Wednesday evening. Pre-game starting at 6.45 on KISS 104.1. The BU men play their final regular season game tomorrow night at 7 p.m. at the Events Center against UMBC, pregame at 6.45 on WMBF. The Bearcats have secured a playoff spot with the quarterfinal round scheduled for this Saturday, March 4th. However, the opponent and time for that playoff game has yet to be determined. Binghamton is tied for third place with Bryant and New Hampshire, all with conference records of 8-7. and seven. And to make things more complicated, their Tuesday opponent, UMBC, is right behind them at 7-8. Some NBA action. Julius Randle scored 28 points to lead New York to a 128-106 route of the New Orleans Pelicans on the night the Knicks celebrated the golden anniversary of their 1972-73 NBA championship team. Six players scored in double figures for New York, which won its fifth straight. R.J. Barrett had 25 points and a season-high 7 assists. Jalen Brunson added 20 points. Josh Hart scored 15, Emmanuel quickly 13. And Mitchell Robinson finished with a double-double of 11 points and 13 rebounds. Brandon Ingram scored 19 points for the Pelicans, who lost their third straight and fourth in five games overall. Nets in action as well. Trey Young sank a buzzer-beating jumper over Spencer Dinwiddie to score 34 points and lift the Atlanta Hawks to a 129-127 win over the Brooklyn Nets. The Hawks announced a few hours later they hired Quinn Snyder as their new coach. Atlanta recovered after blowing an 18-point lead to overcome four Nets scorers with at least 20 points. Cam Johnson scored 27 points for Brooklyn, including a three-pointer from the corner to tie the game at 127 all with 7.8 seconds remaining. Mikael Bridges had 24 points for the Nets, who have lost four of five. Atlanta won its second consecutive game under interim coach Joe Prunty. Some hockey action. Vincent Trocek had two goals and an assist. Igor Shesterkin made 26 saves. And the New York Rangers ended a four-game losing streak with a 5-2 win over the Los Angeles Kings. Mika Zibanejad and Artemi Panarin each had a goal and an assist. Alexis Lafreniere also scored and Adam Fox had two assists for New York. Rangers defenseman Keandre Miller was given a match penalty and ejected after spitting at Kings defenseman Drew Doty late in the first period. Victor Arvidsson had a power play goal late in the second period. Matt Roy scored early in the third, and Philip Denault had two assists for L.A. Jonathan Quick stopped four of seven shots for L.A. before being pulled late in the second period. Phoenix Copley had 12 saves. Islanders in action as well. Semyon Varlamov picked up a shutout with a 23-save effort. And the New York Islanders handed the Winnipeg Jets their third straight loss, 4-0 on Sunday. Bo Horvat scored a shorthanded goal, and Alexander Romanov, Brock Nelson, and Adam Pellick scored for New York. David Riddick stopped 20 shots for Winnipeg. 
And for the Sabres, Dylan Cozens scored three times and added an assist, and the Buffalo Sabres won their third straight in routing the Washington Capitals 7-4. The Sabres enjoyed their second seven-goal outing in 11 days, despite missing two of their leading scorers, forward Alexander Tuch and defenseman Rasmus Dalen, who were sidelined by injuries. Buffalo had 12 players register at least a point, including Tage Thompson with his team-leading 40th goal. Jeff Skinner, Zemgis Gergensens, and Vinny Hinnestroza also scored. Washington has lost 7 of 8 and was coming off a 6-3 win over the New York Rangers on Saturday. It's 8-22 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The major stock indexes are coming off their worst week since early December. The S&P gave up just over 1% Friday, as did the Dow Jones, which finished the week at 32,816. The Nasdaq Composite fell 1.7% Friday. Here's what was behind it all. Inflation, job and retail spending numbers came in higher than expected, prompting analysts to forecast more Federal Reserve interest rate hikes to slow the economy and cool inflation. Amazon is battling slow growth of its own with a jump into same-day delivery. The online retailer has opened nearly four dozen so-called same-day sites, most of them close to large cities. That'll make it easier to deliver the most popular 100,000 items in Amazon's catalog to customers in less than one day. Well, it's a scrub. This morning's planned launch of a SpaceX rocket carrying a four-member crew to the International Space Station, including two Americans, was stopped minutes before liftoff because of what SpaceX calls a technical glitch. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Good. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. Oh. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly... It's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed, could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Car News Radio 1290, on WMBF. Now time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. In a recent CDC survey, about half of respondents said that they thought tap water was safe to use in neti pots, to rinse contact lenses, to put in humidifiers and CPAP machines. Now, while tap water is generally safe to drink in this country, remember, it's not sterile, and it can lead to serious, maybe even deadly infections. That's because while microorganisms that are present in water pipes are generally harmless when ingested during drinking and cooking because they're killed by stomach acid, these pathogens can invade the lungs, the brain, the eyes, or the skin. It's rare, but it is possible. So the CDC recommends that you use distilled or sterile water in all of your at-home medical devices. Boiled and cooled water is safe as well. Look, this isn't meant to scare anyone. That's what a CDC epidemiology intelligence officer told us. They're just trying to reduce the risk and help everyone. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. 
paid for by Christian Care Ministry. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with healthcare costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 27 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Beware. You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut. Take two. Action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose, to fight for the amazing life you've made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at NoDiabetesByHeart.org. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 8.30 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some pothole repairs on I-81 in both directions between Exit 9, U.S. 11, New York 221 Marathon, and Exit 10, U.S. 11, New York 41 McGraw. There will be a mobile work zone with closures today until noon. One left lane of two lanes will be closed northbound, and one right lane of two lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 23 degrees, mostly cloudy. Today, a chance of snow after 5 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 36 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. You could see about an inch during the daytime, going to see around 4 inches tonight. With snow possibly mixed with sleet, becoming all snow after 1 a.m. Snow could be heavy at times, a low near 28 degrees, a 100% chance of snow, and wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour. Tomorrow, snow likely, possibly mixed with sleet, becoming all snow after 9 a.m., then gradually ending. Cloudy with a high near 39 degrees, a 60% chance of snow. Could see another inch tomorrow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 22. And Wednesday, a slight chance of showers after 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, chance of showers mainly after 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 50%. It's 831. You're listening to WMBF. Eight thirty-two on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Turn it off. A great weekend for Cocaine Bear, not so much for Ant-Man. The Marvel movie Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania topped the box office for a second weekend in a row. That's the good news. The bad news is that it earned an estimated $32.2 million bucks in North America, a drop of almost 70% from last weekend, the worst percentage drop in history for a Marvel movie. But Cocaine Bear opened much better than expected. That's inappropriate. An estimated $23.1 million for the R-rated Bloody Bear story. Also a better than expected debut for the faith-based film Jesus Revolution, $15.5 million in third place. 
a big weekend for everything, everywhere, all at once. Very busy today. Uh, no time to help you. The film won the top prize at the Screen Actors Guild Awards and the Producers Guild Awards and is now the frontrunner for Best Picture at the Oscars. Verified Air for SZA, 10 weeks at number one on the Billboard 200 album chart for SOS. And actress Kate Mara is 40 Monday. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. It's an M. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 27th. You're listening to WNBF. Attorneys for three men indicted after Binghamton police investigated sexual assault allegations are calling for the charges against their clients to be dropped. The lawyers representing Jordan Ringen, Yaron Queller, and Lior Queller want Broome County District Attorney Michael Korchak to immediately dismiss all charges. Ringen and Yaron Queller were partners in the Colonial, a popular Court Street bar and restaurant. They and Yaron Queller's brother, Lior Queller, were indicted last March on felony charges related to an alleged incident that was said to have occurred on November 27, 2021. In addition to the request that the charges be dropped, the attorneys want an investigation into the possibility that these complainants in the case may have lied to a grand jury and deleted text messages about the incident. The lawyers acted after reviewing text messages from the cell phones of the complainants. The evidence was recently made available to the attorneys. Responding to a request for comment from WMBF News, a spokesperson for District Attorney Michael Korchak on Friday afternoon wrote, Our office would not be permitted to discuss that at this time. Rindgen was charged with criminal sale of a controlled substance, criminal possession of a controlled substance, sexual abuse, criminal sexual act, criminal facilitation, and unlawfully dealing with a child. Yaron Queller was charged with rape and criminal sexual act. Lior Queller was charged with rape and sexual abuse. Binghamton police announced arrests in connection with an incident at 141 Washington Street nearly three months after it allegedly happened. All three men entered not guilty pleas when they appeared in Broome County Court on March 31st. A formal motion to dismiss the charges was made Friday, one year and one day after Ringen and Yaron Queller were arrested. Lior Queller was arrested a few days later. Word of the alleged incident first circulated on social media. After several days, Binghamton police announced they were conducting an investigation. The Colonial and two other downtown restaurants temporarily closed as rumors swirled on social media sites. Hundreds of people participated in a march and demonstration outside the restaurants. The Colonial and Dos Rios Cantina permanently ceased operations last April due to financial problems related to the criminal allegations. The Binghamton Fire Department's newly constructed main station has gone into operation with no formal announcement. The $8.5 million facility is located at Court and Chapman Streets, just south of the city-owned baseball stadium. Basic construction at the site was completed several weeks ago. Workers had been busy taking care of the finishing touches and installing computer equipment at the station. The city acquired the property at 235 Court Street from MJ Scoville Incorporated in August 2020 for $220,000. The fire department facilities, which had been located at City Hall for nearly 50 years, were shut down because of safety concerns. City officials had said the garage floor at the old fire department headquarters could not support more than 30 tons of equipment. They estimated repairs to that station would cost at least $3 million. A former car dealership building at Court and Carroll Streets has been the temporary home for the Binghamton firefighters while the new station was being constructed. The new headquarters complex officially went into service Wednesday afternoon. It was acknowledged in a brief radio transmission from the fire chief advising that several units will be stationed at and responding from the new fire headquarters at 235 Court Street. In Broome County Court, Melissa Watkins, age 26, of Endicott, entered a plea of guilty to felony arson in the third degree. 
Watkins admitted that on December 31st, she intentionally set fire inside an apartment located at 32 2nd Street in the city of Binghamton after an argument with a resident at that location. No one was injured, but all residents were displaced. She will be sentenced to two to six years in New York State Prison on May 23rd. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said thankfully the Binghamton Fire Department responded to the scene quickly and no one was injured or killed. However, this type of conduct warrants nothing less than a state prison sentence. Russian President Vladimir Putin says that after Russia suspended its participation in the New START Treaty, it would take into account the nuclear weapons capabilities not only of the United States, but of other NATO countries such as France and Britain. Putin had said in a speech suspending Russia's role in the 2010 treaty earlier this week that France and Britain, not parties to the agreement, had joined the United States in targeting Russia with nuclear weapons. In an interview with Russian TV that was recorded Wednesday and broadcast Sunday, he said he took the action to preserve our country, ensure security and strategic stability. U.S. President Joe Biden has said that the U.S. wants Ukraine to win, but it does not seek to control or destroy Russia. A powerful New York jail union boss turned prison inmate is poised to go free less than halfway through his sentence in a corruption case. A federal judge decided this week that Norman Seabrook's nearly five-year term should be reduced. Seabrook originally was sentenced to 58 months in prison, but the judge says Seabrook's sentence is now unjust because a co-defendant appealed and got his own prison term reduced to just over a year. Seabrook has served about 21 months on his conviction for taking bribes to put $20 million in union pension money into a risky hedge fund. The union lost $19 million. Can the Federal Reserve keep raising interest rates and defeat the nation's worst bout of inflation in 40 years without causing a recession? Not according to a new research paper that concludes that such an immaculate disinflation has never happened before. The paper was produced by a group of leading economists and two Fed officials addressed its conclusions in their own remarks Friday. When inflation soars, as it has for the past two years, the Fed typically responds by raising interest rates, often aggressively, to try to cool the economy and slow price increases. The Fed's higher rates in turn make mortgages, auto loans, credit card borrowing, and businesses lending more expensive. The Dilbert comic strip distributor Andrews McMeal Universal has announced it will no longer work with the strip's creator, Scott Adams. Andrews McMeal chairman Hugh Andrews and CEO and president Andy Sarian say in a joint statement issued Sunday that the syndication company is severing its relationship with Adams because his recent comments on race were not compatible with the company's core values. In the February 22nd episode of his YouTube show, Adams described people who are black as members of a hate group from which white people should get away. Various media publishers across the U.S. denounced the comments as racist, hateful, and discriminatory while saying they would no longer provide a platform for his work. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, increasing clouds with a high near 36. Tonight, snow before 1 a.m., then snow possibly mixed with sleet between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m., then snow after 2 a.m. Snow could be heavy at times, a low near 28 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour. A 100% chance of snow could see about 4 inches. Tomorrow, a chance of snow before 9 a.m., then snow likely, possibly mixed with sleet between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m., then snow likely after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 39 degrees, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 22. Wednesday, a slight chance of showers after 2 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 47, a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, chance of showers, mainly after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 50%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. 
This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on, or this to the treadmill on your wish list, or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. This is Eight forty-four on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Now, if anyone's wondering, well, last week I was looking for something to do over the weekend. Proposed the idea that I might go see the movie about the bear who, let's say, enjoys illegal substances. I think we all know what movie we're talking about here. So I ended up seeing it. That was pretty good. I mean, there was no real plot to it at all. But if you're just going to sit down, I probably wouldn't pay money to see it again. I probably wouldn't buy a ticket to see it in theaters. But if it was just on streaming, or if it came up on like a, like a TBS Saturday movie or something like that, I'd probably watch it again. I think they did a really good job of making it so ridiculous that you never question whether or not it actually went down like that, which it didn't. You know, medically speaking, that bear did not go on a rampage after eating dozens of pounds of, you know. But overall, thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty decent way to spend a Friday night. Nothing too exciting, but I had fun watching it. It's 8.45. You're listening to WMBF. I'm Mark. Eight forty-seven on WMBF. We're now joined by Preston from Broomtown Workforce. How's it going, Preston? It's going well. How are you, James? Uh, pretty good. You have a good weekend. I did. Did you? I did. I went to see that uh, the movie about the bear. Uh, we're not going to say what the bear is doing, but it was funny. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Was it a good movie? Yeah, yeah. It was all right. Uh, nothing too special, yeah. but I had a good time. Yeah, that's what matters. Yeah. So, what do you got for us today? Sure. So I wanted to talk about what's coming up this week uh, at Broom Tioga Workforce. So first off, for recruitments, we've got Willow Run Foods will be here at our center, 501 Reynolds Road in Johnson City on Thursday, March 2nd from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. or 12 p.m. They're recruiting for CDLA driver trainee, cab detailer, warehouse maintenance second shift, and more. For our off-site recruitments, we have the Twin Tiers Regional Job Fair. This will be held on March 1st from 9.15 a.m. to 1.15 p.m. at the Waverly High School, 15 Frederick Street in Waverly, New York, 14892. There are 100 vendors attending this job fair. Spectrum is hiring 
uh, is holding an on-site hiring event for technical support specialists at their location at 120 Plaza Drive, Suite A in Vestal, New York, on Wednesday, March 8th from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Candidates can pre-register for a guaranteed interview on the time of that day. Raymond Corporation is conducting open interviews on Wednesdays and Thursdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the 22 South Canal Street location in Green. And UHS is looking for nursing assistance. Anyone that is interested, please contact Crystal Travis at 763-5045 or email crystal at crystal.travis at nyuhs.org. And that's your week in advance at Broom Tioga Workforce. And another great week ahead in the Binghamton job market. Absolutely. We've got a lot of great jobs out there, so there's a lot of opportunities for people to get out there and get a job. All right. Well, Preston, thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. You as well. Take care. That was Preston from Broom Tioga Workforce. It's 850. You're listening to WMBF. It's back. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some pothole repairs on I-81 in both directions between exit 9, US 11, New York 221 Marathon, and exit 10, US 11, New York 41 McGraw. There will be a mobile work zone with closures today until noon. One left lane of two lanes will be closed northbound and one right lane of two lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 23 degrees, mostly cloudy outside. Today, a chance of snow after 5 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 36 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Tonight's snow possibly mixed with sleet, becoming all snow after 1 a.m. The snow could be heavy at times, a low near 28 degrees, wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour, 100% chance of snow, and we could see around 4 inches overnight. Tomorrow's snow likely, possibly mixed with sleet, becoming all snow after 9 a.m., then gradually ending. Cloudy with a high near 39 degrees, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 22. And Wednesday, a slight chance of showers after 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, chance of showers mainly after 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 50%. It's 8.52 on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Even with the hype about ChatGPT, research shows no one trusts it and many are afraid of what it will bring. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by CarShield. Be prepared for the unexpected. Visit carshield.com slash Kim and save 10%. Deductible may apply. A Mammoth University research poll released last week shows only 9% of Americans believe that ChatGPT will do more good than harm. Pew Research agrees. In other words, 91% distrust it, and we should. Americans don't want AI and things making split-second military or law enforcement decisions. We don't trust it to drive our cars. And there are more sinister reasons to not trust AI chatbots. Never forget, these things are programmed by humans who are not capable of being perfectly unbiased. So there's absolutely no possible way that AI chatbots can provide perfectly balanced results in their research and also in their responses. ChatGPT is far too untested to trust it. Hey, sound like a tech pro, even if you aren't one. Get my daily longer podcast. It's called Kim Commando Today. 
Do you want to know what's trending now? You can defer payments of a full NetSuite implementation for six months. That's right. No payments and no interest for six months. This is a big deal. NetSuite by Oracle has never made an offer like this in its 22 years as the leading cloud financial system. 33,000 companies have already upgraded to NetSuite, getting visibility and control of their financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. NetSuite has everything you need to reduce manual processes, boost efficiency, build forecasts, and and increased productivity across every department. In fact, almost 90% of finance leaders agree that NetSuite helps them reduce manual data entry time. So whether your business generates millions or hundreds of millions of dollars, take advantage of this special financing offer of no payments or interest for six months today. Visit NetSuite.com slash Kim. That's NetSuite.com slash Kim for no payments or interest for six months. That's NetSuite.com slash Kim. NetSuite.com slash Kim. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports news with the conclusion of the women's basketball regular season in the America East. The quarterfinal round of conference playoffs will be held this Wednesday. The Binghamton Bearcats finished in sixth place and will head out on the road to face the third place Maine Black Bears at 7 p.m. Wednesday evening. Pre-game starting at 6.45 on KISS 104.1. The BU men play their final regular season game tomorrow at 7 p.m. at the event center against UMBC pregame at 645 right here on WMBF. The Bearcats have secured a playoff spot with the quarterfinal round scheduled for this Saturday, March 4th. However, the opponent and time for that playoff game has yet to be determined. Binghamton is tied for third place with Bryant and New Hampshire, all with conference records of 8 and 7. And to make things more complicated, their Tuesday opponent, UMBC, is right behind them at 7 and 8. Some NBA action. Julius Randle scored 28 points to lead New York to a 128-106 route of the New Orleans Pelicans on a night the Knicks celebrated the golden anniversary of their 1972-73 NBA championship team. Six players scored in double figures for New York, which won its fifth straight. R.J. Barrett had 25 points and a season-high seven assists. Jalen Brunson added 20 points. Josh Hart scored 15, Emmanuel quickly 13, and Mitchell Robinson finished with a double-double of 11 points and 13 rebounds. Brandon Ingram scored 19 points for the Pelicans, who lost their third straight and fourth in five games overall. Nets in action as well. Trey Young sank a buzzer-beating jumper over Spencer Dinwiddie to score 34 points and lift the Atlanta Hawks to a 129-127 win over the Brooklyn Nets. The Hawks announced a few hours later they hired Quinn Snyder as their new coach. Atlanta recovered after blowing an 18-point lead to overcome four Nets scorers with at least 20 points. Cam Johnson scored 27 points for Brooklyn, including a three-pointer from the corner to tie the game at 127 all, with 7.8 seconds remaining. Mikael Bridges had 24 points for the Nets, who have lost four of five. Atlanta won its second consecutive game under interim coach Joe Prunty. And some hockey action. Vincent Trocek had two goals and an assist. Igor Shesterkin made 26 saves. And the New York Rangers ended a four-game losing streak with a 5-2 win over the Los Angeles Kings. Mika Zibanejad and Artemi Panarin had each had a goal and an assist. Alexis Lafreniere also scored, and Adam Fox had two assists for New York. Rangers defenseman Keandre Miller was given a match penalty and ejected after spinning a Kings defenseman, Drew Doughty, late in the first period. 
Islanders in action as well. Semyon Varlamov picked up a shutout with a 23-save effort, and the New York Islanders handed the Winnipeg Jets their third straight loss for nothing on Sunday. Bo Horvat scored a shorthanded goal, and Alexander Romanov, Brock Nelson, and Adam Pellick scored for New York. David Riddick stopped 20 shots for Winnipeg. And Dylan Cozen scored three times and added an assist. And the Buffalo Sabres won their third straight in routing the Washington Capitals 7-4. The Sabres enjoyed their second seven-goal outing in 11 days, despite missing two of their leading scorers, forward Alexander Tuch and defenseman Rasmus Dalen, who were sidelined by injuries. But Buffalo had 12 players register at least a point, including Tage Thompson, the team's leading goal scorer, at 40. It's 8.59. You're listening to WMBF. Good show. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out the final hour of WNBF's first news, Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now, coming up next. <laughs> 